Miss A got a lot to say On all the things we go through within the day Politics, dating, recipes, traveling And yep, of course, I'm the karaoke queen Hip-hop. I take no L's, I'm always booking flights This is my lovely lunatic Leo life Kaboom, guess who steps in the room This is my lovely lunatic Leo life Kaboom, guess who steps in the room The In today's episode, I interview Natasha White. She is a certified health and wellness coach. Such good information. She's very knowledgeable. Stay tuned. What's up? Welcome to my lovely lunatic Leo life. This is the one and only Miss A. I hope you guys are happy to see me every week because I'm so happy to be here every week. And today I have a special guest, Miss Natasha White. Hey, (laughs) y'all. So we've been following each other on social media for like two or three years. No, for real. We never met each other, so this is our first time. I had another guest. She was doing financial literacy, mm-hmm. and we only knew each other on social media for that long. Her, um, social media is powerful. It's though. very powerful. Mm-hmm. And her husband, I mean, her fiance is the one who did my, um, he engineered my, uh, ring, my ring, not my ringtone, my intro song. Oh. So I'm like, it's all coming full circle. It's coming full circle. <laughs> Gotta love that social media wave. Yes. Mm-hmm. When it's for the good, not when for. When it's for the good, not for the messy. Exactly. Don't do mixing and messy. No, we don't. Low vibrational energy. And we ain't we ain't here for that. Mm. So, Miss Natasha White is a CEO. She's national board certified health and wellness coach. Mm -hmm. She's an integrative nutrition health coach. And a nutrition professional. Yes, ma'am. Now, none of that means you're a doctor. You're just um, board certified in helping people with um, health and wellness. Yes. Okay. All right. So what basically, I mean, I know there's a difference between a doctor and that, but Mm -hmm. what did you have to do? Did you have to go to school for a long time to become this? So there's a whole bunch of different paths that you can take to become a health and wellness coach and to be board certified. It's a lot. (laughs) Um, There's different pathways that you can take. So, um, New Jersey actually passed this magical law at the beginning of the year. They snuck it in under the radar when nobody was looking. Mm-hmm. Um, that made it so I can't call myself a nutritionist anymore, despite my degree. Really? Yes, because they want to tax it and they <coughs> have new laws and all. It, Are they gonna give me your money back? Shit. That's what I said. I said if you're gonna cancel my degree, cancel That's my school crazy. loans, please. And thank you. Wow. Yeah, it, it was. They did that real slick. Um, and so unfortunately, the same law made a lot of holistic things illegal. So a lot of different types of holistic practices had to rebrand and call themselves different things. Um, And so up until this year, I could legally call myself a nutritionist. That's what I did. So I did study nutrition. I started off in culinary school. Let's start there. I just knew I was going to be a chef for the rest (laughs) of my life. Um, And God had other plans because then one day I woke up and I had food allergies. Just out the blue. Really? After working in kitchens and stuff for years. And you went to school for, you went to um, culinary school too. Yes, I went to Johnson. So that's another thing that you went to do and you had to dismiss it. Not really dismiss it, but. use a new path. I just use it differently now. That's true. Um, So hey, J. Will. Mm -hmm. So that's how I started. And then um, I had a culinary nutrition class and fell in love. Like I was like, oh my God, I could find out how to cook and what happens when people eat it. My bad. Wow, that's interesting. Um, and so I transferred over to Montclair State. So, am, um, and that's where I got my degree in nutrition and food science with a concentration in dietetics. Wow. I realized about three quarters of the way through that I was not going to be a registered dietitian. I cannot teach people how to eat to take medicine. Oh, Shout okay. out to them. Y'all do good work in hospitals and stuff, but I knew that wasn't my bad. Okay. Um, but I was like, you know what? Let me finish my degree. I already, we here now. Um, and ever since then, I've been studying holistic nutrition. So that was since 2010. So I've been studying holistic wow. nutrition for quite some time. Um, back then, there was no school for that. Uh, there was no school for that, for real, for real. You just had to study 
under different um, wellness coaches, different wellness practices, like kind of do your own research. Mm -hmm. And that's why I started. And then I would say maybe two years ago, um, I found Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And so I started studying that because, you know, I'm really into the holistic bag, but I want to be able to mix those Eastern and Western practices. I think it's important. It all goes to wellness. Yeah. Um, and so I did that. And then I realized there was a bridge program. So I just started studying hard and doing that bridge program. But yeah. it was... You just no kept going joke. to doing a lot of studying, man. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm a, I'm a forever learner. I'm a forever learner. Well, we always, um, always learn forever. That's the But goal. you actually going, like, I ain't going to school no more. I have three credits that I should have finished, like, ten years ago, and I still ain't going back. Okay, so I was going to say, people, every time I say that, I end up going back for something else. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> so, then I started, I realized the bridge program, and I was like, okay, I can do this. Like, I can do What's this the bridge, bridge program? program? So it's just more schooling. Um, it's just more intense classes. You okay. have to do a little bit um, more of a practicum type of situation to be board certified. Then after you do the bridge program, oh, the best part, you have to sit for an exam. Oh, so guess. it's with the National Board of Medical Examiners, same people that do a doctor or a nurse. Everybody sits for the same board of people. Um, super intense exam. So if you're into that, get ready to study. Mm -hmm. um, the exam was like four hours long. Jeez. Yeah, it's oh my god. <laughs> it's a four hour exam and they're mad strict. Like they act like it's Fort Knox. You can't bring anything <laughs> in here. Like literally, I was like, well, can I bring bliss text? Because I can't right. with dry lips. Like I had to get special permission. They pat you down extra. I mean, wow. Um, but mm -mm. thank God I finished. Mm -mm. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. And so um I can now call myself a national board certified health and wellness coach. Okay, so instead of nutritionist, it's a health and wellness coach. Yes, ma'am. So what's the difference between holistic and nutrition, like a health and wellness okay so um they're actually very similar when you talk health and wellness and holistic those okay. kind of go hand in hand when you talk nutrition you got so many different avenues so there is holistic nutrition which is kind of my lane that i stick to but that also means that i don't give prescription diet plans or anything okay. like that that's the main thing i don't prescribe anything gotcha um something that's like a detox that's not necessarily a doctor's prescription i'm cool with but everything else, like I don't do uh, medical nutrition therapy. Okay. Right? So if someone has like, say, cancer, God forbid, and they come to me and they're like, I need a diet plan, I cannot do that. But what I can do, what my lane is, is everything the doctor doesn't do. Okay. So it's easy for a doctor to give you a prescription for a diet and say, here you go, follow this. I can then step in and make this real for you. Okay. So some of the services I offer outside of just coaching, like I take clients to the grocery store and teach them how to shop for their new lifestyle. Like if you have to eat all alkaline, let's talk about what that means and how you're going to shop in the store where you Ooh, live. Oh, I might need your services, girl. <laughs> That's fine. Like it's easy to tell somebody like, oh, you have to eat everything organic and go to Whole Foods. But if there's not a Whole Foods in your five mile radius, right. how can I make this work? Right. Um. So that's one of them. I also still do cooking classes. So like I said, I oh. do it in a different capacity. Okay. Um. So I offer cooking classes for my clients too oh, as cool. they're adjusting. Cause you know sometimes we gotta we gotta learn how to not use seasoning salt. Um. There's other. <laughs> I mean, I don't use season salt. I use adobo, but it's the same, same thing. Girl. I know. <laughs> but we, but there's other things that you can use. And some, you know, if someone has like, let's say, high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. It's really important to get them off of that. Yeah. So we got to start looking into other avenues. And then I also do kitchen cleanups, which I happen to love. That fills that get fills rid of all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So we go through all the cabinets, refrigerator, all that good stuff. Even the secret snack drawer. Oh, I tell people, shoot. Hey, we gotta be, we gotta be open and honest if we're gonna make this. That's work. true. You only it's for their purpose, their own. You could pay me in their law, if you right? Want to pay me. <laughs> I 
would prefer you not because that's how we're going to help each other, right? So, right. Um, you know, we literally go through everything. I teach people about FIFO, which is first in, first out, making sure that you're not using expired food. Okay. And I tell people there is no pressure to throw anything in the trash. Like, I don't want you to feel like you wasted your money. The only thing I require people to throw in the trash is expired stuff. Okay. Because people have seasonings in there older than their kids. But I'm going to my business. Yo. <laughs> People don't so know that true. seasonings expire. <coughs> expire. That is so mm -hmm. true. Ew. Check your seasonings, y'all. <laughs> Please. Because I'm going to be the one to show up and be like, um, what year was your baby born? This is older than that. <laughs> um, and so we talk about that and we organize things. So I'm a big believer in everything can be part of a healthy diet. People think of diet as a bad word. Mm -hmm. Diet is just a culmination of everything you eat. We put a negative spin That's on the I'm on a diet. No, everything you eat is part of a diet. And you can make different things fit. Um, and so... We talk about that. We talk about how to organize it. We talk about the foods you eat sometimes, always, and seldom. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in never because that's when you want it. So sometimes, <laughs> always, and seldom. And then we organize it back that way. And any food that people don't want that mm -hmm. is still good, um, I don't throw it away. I'll okay. take it to a shelter. Oh, that's I'll nice. I'll take it to a shelter, to that's a food nice. bank. I know a whole bunch of them in the area. I just go drop it off. Okay. Or if I know somebody in need, yeah. I'll take it to them. Oh, that's so sweet. So do you um do when I know you said you do cooking classes, but do you also show them how to meal prep and do smaller portions? Is that also yes. part of the nutrition? Yes. So if that's what the person's goal is, let's say someone is working on meal prep. Okay. They have a super busy life or they just are struggling with portions. First, we're going to talk about portions. So we're going to talk about why they're important, what that looks like for you, whatever your lifestyle is. Mm -hmm. And then we proceed to the actual meal prep. So I'm not doing it for you. I feel like anybody can order food from somebody. Yeah. That's nothing but replacing a bad habit with another bad habit. If you always eat out and then I teach you to depend on somebody else. What's the point? Yeah. I just swapped I it. you. It's like going from one drug to another. Right. Like I just swapped you out. And that's not my goal. So I tell my clients my goal is for you to not need me. Okay. I want that. If you can't, if you're my client forever, I didn't do my job. True. I want you to not need me. And so we'll talk about how to meal prep, what that looks like, what containers work best for you, what portion sizes, what do you need to make this work for you? Scheduling time, okay. stress management, all of that goes into it because there's so many other factors. People think like, oh, I just eat what I eat because that's what I like, but it's so much deeper than that. So much deeper than that. I've learned that since I had my um, gastric sleeve surgery. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't easy, and honestly, I couldn't really eat for like the first month. And mm -hmm. it was even drinking water was hard for me. Mm -hmm. But I was always worried about me getting back. Like, I swore I was going to eat good foods and salads and vegetables all the time, no junk food. But for some reason, like, I've been craving junk foods more now than mm -hmm. I was. And I was not really a big junk food person or a sweets person. Do you um, have a special bariatric diet that you help, do, like, have you helped bariatric patients? patients yeah, before? so before New Jersey passed this magical law, mm -hmm. um, I could be one of the people that people could come to. And you know, because you have to do that six-month nutrition plan a lot of the time, depending yeah. on your insurance. Yeah. Um, you have to do like a six-month nutrition program. And I had a lot of people that would come to me for their six months before their surgery. Wow. I've had people reverse it. Like, be like, oh, never mind. Maybe I don't need the surgery because they were making wow. progress. Wow. They were making progress. Um, the thing that people don't realize with surgery, and I love that you said that it's not easy, and I saw you post that recently, too. Mm -hmm. People think it's a quick fix. <laughs> but it's not. And it still takes a lot of unlearning and relearning to be effective. Yeah. You guys whatever surgery you want to but if you ate like crap before you still gonna eat like crap now you just can't eat as much right but you're still not nourishing yourself you can be overweight and undernourished you can be 125 and be undernourished yeah. like nourishment has nothing to do with a number on the scale it has nothing to do with a, a clothing size 
it really is how you care for your body like what foods are you feeding yourself on a cellular and if you want to get really deep a spiritual level mm. to like really fuel you yeah mm-hmm. when um i was i did the i did yahe which is episode five mm-hmm. and before that we had to do a specific uh they call it a dieta yeah so it was just no no f- meats no um just fruits vegetables you can do fish or chicken and beans, but no mm-hmm. salt, no garlic, no onion, no nothing. Like mm-hmm. it was, and that was hard for me to not season my food, especially with garlic. I love garlic and onion. I put that with everything. Same. So it's like I couldn't do that, nor add a little bit of salt. Like, you know, you could do a little bit of salt, but I want to find ways to cook without using salt. And I'm not really big. I'm not, I don't like salty foods, though. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying I like salty foods, but I want to find a, a substitute for my adobo instead of you know what i mean that will still taste flavorful because i don't just use salt and pepper i use i season my food yes i season little carousels <laughs> so when you open up my kitchen cabinet that little yes. thing that's in the middle spinning i got one of them so what would you recommend to substitute for salt or seasoned salt so i'm gonna say the one thing people don't like to hear oh you got to choose better quality food to begin with the food has to be better quality. Fruits and vegetables taste different when you get them from like a farmer's market versus, you know, just some little random shop, right? No mm. offense to shop, right? But <laughs> y'all know the truth. I'm um, a farmer's market kind of person, but I don't always believe that their stuff is organic. So that's the tricky part. So, Lord, I don't want to get your stuff cut off. We just going to have to, well, let me dance around this a little bit. I don't want the government to come to you. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, let them come. Let them come. Because the difference between organic and non-organic is not even big enough to be serious. So, a regular farm can have acres and acres of land. So can an organic farm. Mm -hmm. But the USDA only requires like one acre difference between the two. And if you factor in pollination and runoff and rainwater, what's going to be the real difference between the pesticides and the non-pesticides? So there's no difference really. I wouldn't say there's absolutely no difference, but if, especially if you're on a budget, right? Um, It can be hard to eat organic everything. So I tell people, if you're on a budget, always, always, always start with your meat. Your dairy, if you do dairy, and your eggs. Start there with the organic. Okay. That makes a difference. Now, if you don't eat those things, then I would say next ball game is go to your vegetables before your fruit. Because okay. fruit is actually much easier, especially if it has a skin. You can mm-hmm. wash it off. Get you a good fruit wash. Mm-hmm. I prefer the Trader Joe's brand. That's just my bag. <laughs> but you can also do like vinegar. I've seen people do vinegar and baking soda. I'm yeah, the I've tried between that. that and another fruit wash. You still eat baking soda. I don't get it. But <laughs> And to me, honestly, so if you're watching your sodium intake, baking soda wouldn't be the best bet. Baking soda has sodium. Oh, yeah, duh. Okay. So, you know, um, getting a regular fruit wash and washing it, washing all your fruit will take off a lot of the pesticides and stuff. That's that waxy coating. All of that can come off with a good fruit wash. You know, I just... So go veggies first. I just discovered um, I was buying apples and I had to actually use a knife and scrape off. It was so wax. much wax. I yeah. didn't I didn't know this. And I don't know how I found out. I think I was cutting it just to slice it for me. Mm-hmm. And I must have slipped or something. I'm like, what is all this dandruff? Sure. Yo, it was so much wax. So it I have to like wax. A birthday cake candle. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, every time I have a half apple now, I got to freaking scrape it. Does yeah. it wash? A, a good fruit wash will take it off. You just have to soak it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The crazy part mm. is, you want to know why they put wax on fruit? To what? make us want it. So it's shiny? Yeah. <laughs> this 
Yo, like, come it's on. It's to make us happy. You know, sometimes you go in the store, people don't even know how to pick fruit and vegetables for real. They just look for whatever looks the prettiest. Mm. And the prettiest ones don't even be the most flavorful. Like, right. Or the most <laughs> together. Like, somebody would pick a real pretty, perfectly yellow pineapple. And I'm like, that's not even the ripest one here. Wow. Like, you know what they I mean? They don't know. Even yeah. avocado. People don't know how to choose these things. So that's why I like doing the grocery shopping as well. Okay. Because then I teach people, like, this is how you actually pick produce. Like, this is how you know. <laughs> that ugly, beat up looking lemon with the brown spot. That's the best, best lemon one. you ever had. Mm -hmm. That'd be the one you could slice and take a bite out of. Right. That's true. That is so true. Mm -hmm. My mom used to say, like, because the bananas, we would, my brother loved bananas, so they would go quickly. So she was like, choose one with the farts, the spider farts. Yeah. And that was like the brown on the, the banana. And that was, that's it. Those are the ripest ones. The yeah, ripest you got to learn how to how to choose your battles. <laughs> but choosing better quality food makes a difference. So one thing I'm real anal about is eggs. I'm real anal about eggs. I love eggs. That's Me my too. preferred protein. I'll eat eggs before I eat meat. Oh. Love eggs. Um, I know people always look at me crazy. I don't know what it is. I no, I love eggs too. I can eat it by itself yeah. for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. But people always think I'm nuts because I don't put anything on eggs. Just by itself? Yeah. I don't need sh I don't need salt. I don't need pepper. If it's a good quality egg, I promise you don't need it. What about so, garlic powder? No, I'm boot for. I don't even like garlic powder on oh. eggs at all. Oh. No, but I'm I'm a, I'm a bougie girl with my eggs, right? So I'm only gonna eat pasture-raised, cage-free, organic. Pasteurized, cage free, or pasture raised. Oh, pasture raised. Okay. Cage free and organic eggs. I will spend the extra money on that because it's worth it to me. Which also forces me to eat less of them. True. So I can focus True. more on my food, <laughs> on my fruits and vegetables. All right. So organic now, organic meats. Is that like grass fed beef or something like that? You should like, look for the word organic. Oh, so grass fed is cool. Organic and grass fed better. Better. Do they have pork that's organic and grass fed? I've only seen beef. I, think. Child, I don't know because I ain't had oh, you don't put <laughs> no for real I haven't and it wasn't even necessarily a health thing per se I got really sick one time mm. and that was that's it for enough me. to stop me too that was it for me that's enough to stop me <laughs> I was me. like absolutely not <laughs> well I look like about to kill myself over a pork chop baby no. <laughs> I, I, uh, mm -mm. it only took one it only took one time for me and I was done um, but there are organic pork there is organic pork, pork excuse me um I would say it's much harder to find because the companies that usually are organic will not do pork, like Halal, oh, okay. Kosher. True. That's true. They're the ones who are normally the biggest advocate for organic meats. Mm -hmm. They ain't doing it because it's not part of their religion. Right. So it is harder to find. That's something I would say that is like a specialty market specific. So that would be like a whole food specific thing. Hmm. I'm sorry, I'm writing. Girl, what you want. <laughs> That's what we're here for. I'm getting some notes and I definitely gonna need your services because I've been eating out of control like my my weight's been fluctuating 10 pounds for the last like two months mm. so and I know it's because you know I get the munchies and then even though I don't eat a lot it's like every 20 minutes I want to eat something else right you know and that's mm -hmm. the problem um, but kosher and halal do you believe that it's really kosher and halal like anytime you see it is it safe to trust it I would say yeah and would you prefer that over organic no so kosher and halal is pretty much how the animal's killed oh okay. it's just a more humane way of killing the animal okay um, as opposed to just taking them to a slaughter I mean if you've ever been to a slaughterhouse oh it's terrible it's if you've terrible. never been don't yeah don't. Um, it is one of the scariest things I actually went for the first time when I was in culinary school and I remember like I was a wreck. Like, I was, like, I, crying. I was like, get me out of here. Wow. I don't want to be here. Like, I actually stopped eating meat for a while after wow. that, just from that experience. It was very bad. 
Um, so it is a more humane way okay. of of killing the animal. Um, but it doesn't change anything as far as what's organic, what's what's okay. not. They're not the same. Not the Got same you. bag. Mm-hmm. So now, as a nutri- you can call me nutritionist. All right, as a nutritionist, nutritionist. Um, I'm not a big person who likes vitamins. Like I hate even my bariatric vitamins. Mm-hmm. I stopped taking it two months after my surgery. I didn't tell my doctor that. But I was saying, don't tell me that. Don't don't do that. Don't do that, y'all, because you need it. I I don't know how I'm still. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving, grooving, and vitamins. Yes, but vitamins versus natural things like sea moss are you into sea moss do you yes. more than vitamins because to me vitamins aren't even fda certified right so they're not regulated but okay. they're not regulated by anybody um vitamin brands you got to trust that they're doing their own work they're doing their own testing there are a few that i mess with you know but they don't cut me a check so <laughs> there are a few that i'll take um but i always say food first food first supplement last okay so if you need it Right. Like if you're chronically low in vitamins, if you're in that transition stage where you're trying to figure out what works for you, what foods work for you, you know, what type of diet you can sustain long term. Mm-hmm. You might need vitamins to kind of balance that out. Um, women in particular, prenatal vitamins are actually oh, great, yeah. whether you're prenatal or not. True. Um, especially if you're going through any kind of life change. So I have clients who are going through like menopause and I'll tell them prenatal vitamins are a great way to balance things out. Really? Some vitamins can help with balancing your hormones. Okay. So that can be helpful as well. But I always say try to get it from food first. But if you know that you're lacking in the food department or you're growing to that point, I don't see anything wrong with vitamins. I just always tell people look for vitamins um, that actually give you real vitamins yeah right so it shouldn't be a whole bunch of other ingredients and make sure that that the pill itself is a vegan or vegetarian pill because people don't realize the actual pill coating will be from an animal so a lot of vegans will take 35 000 supplements and it's actually made from pork that's crazy what yeah they use like chitlins (laughs) encase vitamins pork skins intestines so is it on the label like they it's on the label that says the casing's made out of pork nope you know what they do just don't market it as vegan or vegetarian so Damn. if it doesn't say a vegetarian capsule it's me and you heard it on my lovely lunatic meal life podcast <laughs> okay okay i never knew that yes girl it's spooky out here yo you can't trust a lot of things it's spooky you gotta really like stick oh my to goodness. find the good brands and kind of stick to what you know yeah and and yeah and even when before you stick to that you gotta research it before research 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 so how has your life changed since you started i want to call it a journey this is more your purpose or is your goal like how has your life changed since you've definitely purpose definitely purpose hands down um always knew i wanted to help people didn't know the right capacity um since actually becoming a health and wellness coach my own life has changed so drastically like the way my relationship is with food now is so much different um even the aesthetic stuff because you know we all looking for the glow up right Mm -hmm. um hands down you know (laughs) weight loss is always something that people strive for which i don't believe in i think you just got to be healthy and weight will balance itself Hmm. um but you know sometimes it's a goal for people wasn't a goal for me was a happy happy side effect (laughs) <laughs> um, definitely, I noticed a difference in my skin. Okay. Um, my teeth, the way I sleep. Mm. I mean, everything. And best part, my spiritual journey, like, took off, catapulted when wow. I started feeding myself differently. Wow. So, damn, I, I really... <laughs> so, like, now I focus a lot on what they call high vibrational foods. 
Um, I eat for my chakras that are struggling because there are foods that is really a, yeah, girl. They eat chakra right up the ladder. It's actually from the bottom up. I'm gonna need a chart. If you have a picture, of, well, I guess I could Google it, but I'm, I'm gonna put it in here so they can see it. You want to just see the chakras? Yeah, I know the colors and oh, the, they not matter. the color. It, and I didn't know they had foods for each chakra. Like oh. I need to because I, I found my spiritual journey after my surgery, yes. but I haven't been eating healthy. So I know if I do it, like you said, it'll be even more. I'll be so even this more. This is one that I love, and I'll send that to you. Wow. Um, but I actually just came back from a retreat in Mexico, um, in Tulum. It was a spiritual retreat, and I was booked for it. So I was supposed to be the chef for the retreat. And the, because it was a spiritual retreat, um, the woman who was hosting it asked me to focus. Like She was like, this is kind of what I want it to be. Mm -hmm. And I was like, got it. Took it from there. Um, and so each day we focus on a different chakra where we had a different color theme. Wow. So, um, you know, for our sacral chakra, that's red. That's all the sexual area, right? Mm -hmm. And so we're going to focus on foods that nourish that sacral chakra, which is everything red. So think the berries. Think about oh. why do you, where do you think chocolate covered strawberries came from? Spiritual thing. Wow. That's a spiritual thing that just evolved into a commercial thing. But it's a spiritual thing. Yeah. Red berries are the best for that chakra. You know how they always <coughs> do them on Valentine's Day, right? Valentine's True. Day. Right. Even though if you do research, you'll know the truth about Valentine's mm -hmm. Day. Mm -hmm. It's a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Um, but we usually associate Valentine's Day with love. Yeah. Love, sex, red fruits. Think. Interesting. It, I mean, it's mm. so deep. It gets so amazing. Like, this is like my thing. I see. And you're very good. And you were like, I had all these questions. And you like, I'm checking it off. You answering all of them without me asking you. Like, you know what the hell you're talking about. This is my bag. So I had an amazing experience doing that. Um, now, wait. In Saloon, when was this? Uh, March 28th. Oh, Mar okay. Cause yeah, so this was in March. This is like end of March. March 26th or 27th. That last week in March through April 1st. That's when I did my Yahe retreat also. But there were some okay. people that were in Mexico on a retreat recently. So I was like, mm. were you with them? <laughs> okay, that's the end. Um, so they, you got paid for that to yeah. go to Tulum. They flew you out. They flew me out. Girl, make that money. <laughs> and I stayed there and I got to meet some beautiful women. That's nice. Um, and so, you know nourishing them was like a real honor for me like a real honor for me and opening people's eyes and we were vegan and vegetarian the entire time okay and never used a meat substitute That's i never good. used an impossible anything i know nothing like we had wow. none of that and some of them were like they came into it really scared some of, none of them were ve i think only like one lady was like vegan Everyone else was shook. Like, they were like, what are we going to eat? <laughs> like, how am like, I going to survive? Yeah, like, they told me they thought we were going to eat salads the whole time. I was like, salads, girl. Wow. We had salad for one meal. I kid you not. Every other meal, we had, like, food. And I was like, you know, we got to open up our palates. It's so much deeper than yeah. this. And we talked about, you know, what foods are for what chakra, why I chose these on this day. You know, even the colors, girl, I had matching aprons for every day. Aw, damn, you did. That's amazing. We got to we gotta start, you know, doing better. And these conversations need to happen. They do. In our community. Yeah, like, for I feel sure. Like, you know, we're so busy worried about we got to play catch up financially. And I tell people all the time, generational wealth is cute. Mm -hmm. But without generational health, that wealth You're not is going to make it. anybody. Right, right. Who's going to do it? If your babies are dying before you from lack of oh, nutrition. Oh, my goodness. What's the point of generational wealth? Who's it going to go to? Some stranger or taxes? Right. Damn. You are good. I'm going to have you coming back here soon, okay? I got 
got you. Maybe we could do something monthly or something like, or I need, because I really, I definitely need you. My mother, right? She called me. Um, she's been wanting to stop carbs and she was taking these no carb pills, but still eating carbs. I'm like, Ma, you're not supposed to eat carbs. Then she was like, well, Oprah has these gummies. I'm like, don't go to Oprah for gummies. Just stop eating bread, rice, and potatoes. Like just, mm -hmm. she's like, I don't even eat it that much. I'm like, I'm telling you, these gummies, these pills, it doesn't work. You got to do the work in order to lose the weight. There is. And you know what? And low carb is not for everybody. I know people who are high carb, low protein. That's what mm. their body functions with. Wow. Every There is no one way. So a big part of my practice I focus on is bioindividuality. Okay. That means that there is no one thing for everybody. The same food that flourishes in your body poisons me mm -hmm. and vice versa, mm -hmm. right? So for some people, it might be rice. It might be pasta. It might be whatever, right? Um, for other people, that same thing is amazing. So some people love seafood. Guess what? I'm allergic. It's going to kill me. Oh my God. It might nourish you, but it's going to kill me. It would definitely nourishes me. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I'm at the point now where the doctor has said to me, like, you know, I think you've kind of outgrown the allergy. Like, you don't come up on the marker test. Like, you could try it if you wanted to, but I'm so past it right. now. You don't even... I'm like... It's been like over 10 years. I don't, wow. I'm not checking for it anymore. And you know, I call my <laughs> seafood ocean roaches. That's <laughs> and that's my favorite. I know, I know. I love crab legs I mean, and I love shrimp, but. The only food I usually tell people, like the one thing we should like never, ever eat is tilapia. Oh God. And it's got a chokehold on us. Like tilapia really got people in a chokehold. You know like, what? Ew. I used to love tilapia over here, but when I went to Ghana, Ghana is tilapia is abundant, like really in the mm -hmm. rivers. Mm -hmm. So over there and they grill it. Once I ate it there, I was like, I'm never eating tilapia over here in the States again. Mm -hmm. Cause ugh, like you taste the freshness of the tilapia. These are in the river and they're abundant in the river in and Ghana. And tilapia in the U.S. is farmed. Yes. So people have asked me about this and like tilapia technically was a man-made fish it was it was a crossbreed they did it because they could multiply faster wow. and then they dispersed it throughout the world so the one in ghana might be a more natural one because they're not farm raising them but it's still... it didn't start that way very rarely do you hear grandparents talk about yeah i was raised eating tilapia. <laughs> that's When's the last true. time you heard somebody so say, i grew up eating tilapia that is true i never thought about that it wasn't there Ugh. it wasn't there it wasn't a thing and this. so I'm, I'm yeah so tilapia i'm not a big fan of over here i mean i'll still eat it in ghana though i ain't gonna lie it's good over there but i hate the fact that there's wild and farmed fish you know it's hard for me to find wild salmon i do go to a farmer's market but now they're even saying they'll tell you it's wild and they just color it now so it's like you don't know who to trust like you know why because salmon put a chokehold on us too i sure did i do if love we salmon. if we make another salmon nugget another <laughs> Deep fried, grilled, <laughs> filet, air fried. Salmon got us in a chokehold. And you know what? Salmon is actually a good fish if it's like, you know. If it's real. If it's wild. And yes, sometimes they do color it. It's about knowing. Um, you got to be willing to do the research. Like knowing what areas actually gets it. And as much, as much, as much as I hate it, the government really does separate food by zip code. Mm-hmm. They have classes, A, B, C, D, and I believe there's an E. Um, and different zip codes. Of course, you know, our communities are not going to be an A. Of course not. Wow. And it sucks. It sucks. That's how we That's end up terrible. in deserts. That's how we end up with some of the health problems that we have. But I tell people it's always possible to do your best with where you're at. Yeah. Um, which is why when I work with clients, I don't tell them, like, we're going to meet at some fancy grocery <clears throat> store in West Bubble Hell if that's not where you go. Let's work with what you've got. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll take it from there. Um, wow. 
But the food quality is different. It is different. But you got to be willing to do some research sometimes. True. Or ask somebody who really knows. Like, that's cool, too. Because that's not everybody's bag. They're like, listen, I just want to stay alive. Just tell me what to eat. Right. <laughs> and that's cool, too, because that's not your bag, right? So I'm grateful that I have the passion that I have for it because I see how those disparities play a part. Mm -hmm. Like, how they really affect us and the things that we deal with. Again, that generational the, the stuff we're dealing with long term, a lot of it is just because it's what we have. So yeah. when people argue with me like, oh, well, my grandma lived to 95 years old and she ate chitlins <laughs> and hog moss. And <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but for the first 50 years of her life, right. she had to walk a lot more. She had to work a lot harder. So and the quality of food was different. Was yeah, it's way different than mm -hmm. now. So mm -hmm. you make a good point with that. Um, so you said this is your purpose in life. And I can yeah. tell you're very passionate. And I'm happy that I'm surrounding myself with people who know their purpose in life. Because I tell you, once you know your purpose in life, it changes your life. And it helps you. It helps you more. And the fact that you're helping people, too. That's another big thing. Like helping people. I said my purpose in life is to motivate others or inspire others to find their own happiness. Mm -hmm. That's whatever. Whatever. I, I have to. I'm watching her. <laughs> I, I definitely agree. And, you know, it's like. People that I know, my friends, they'll tell me, like, you know, you've inspired me to do this. But there's so many strangers that I don't know that I've helped, too. You know, and that's why I wanted to bring you on this platform, because you're you can we could take this to the masses now. You know, I mean, you got your own following, of course. I know this, but <laughs> we could spread the word. I want to help you spread the word, because this is very, very important for us to talk about. We don't really talk about nutrition. Like you said, our people don't, don't talk about, about it. And we're the ones who are affected offer. by it even more. You know what I mean? So And we get dismissed the most. And we, exact girl. We get dismissed the most. When we go to the doctor and look at us like like almost like and I hate to use this term, but like you uppity black because you care about your health. Yeah. Like, no, first of all, I just want to live as long as you. Right. Like, why first of all? Uh, nah. But <laughs> I wanna live better. <laughs> I want to live better and I want to live longer, but you know, it, it really is a hard thing and finding purpose is not easy mm -hmm. and I had to go it's through not. a hell of a lot to get here, right? Yeah. Like a lot of changes, a lot of letting go, a lot of accepting, a lot of radical acceptance, which is really, really difficult to do mm. and it's not an easy thing. And I found that um, radically accepting people for who they are helps me radically accept me. Good, bad, and ugly. So it's okay for someone to not be where I think they should be. That's right. not my business. Yeah. Right? My mm -hmm. goal is to be the best of me, and that light will shine on other people. And then <laughs> let them be the best that they want to be, you know? Girl! So I spend a lot of time working with people on not worrying about what other people are doing. And, like, really focusing on self-growth. Not right. arrogance. Not putting yourself in a weird bubble because it's very easy to slip into that super spiritual. No one's here but me. I'm super zen. No one can touch <laughs> me. Like, no. So the goal is not to be codependent. I don't even believe in being independent. I believe in interdependence. So What's understanding that? that you're part of something bigger. Okay. Like my role is important, but it's part of something bigger. And if I put myself in that space, I can accept more. I can be more. Wow. I can do more. Um, I and my business, about it like that. girl, is beautiful. And my business has grown with me. So I started off one way. Like I had a goal. Like I was like, okay, if I do this many clients in a month at this, this amount of money, I'll have enough and I can do this and blah, 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 blah. And now I'm just so not in that space. Like I'm like having a one-to-one -one client is dope. And I love that intimacy. And I feel like God sends me the clients I'm supposed to have. Wow. Um, but doing stuff like this, teaching workshops, doing bigger things has always been like, now it's like, okay, those opportunities <laughs> that are coming 
I see you got, mm-hmm. and I'm just I'm a flow of what we got going on, right. and just continue to build myself spiritually. It helps me to be a better coach. Yeah, I agree, and I think a spiritual uh, ascension is very important, and this is how you're able to come to terms with how who you are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like you said, it wasn't easy for you to get here, but now that you're here, it's like things will be easier for you. Yeah. you know what I mean? And I like I said, I've been. I'm not the same person I was last year. I'm not the same person I was last month. I, every day, I'm still learning and getting the spiritual growth. But, you know, this time, I'm still human. So, I might have some emotions that might be fuckery sometimes here or there. Not a lot, but... Listen, I still want to drink any <laughs> and twerk with my friends. Sometimes, I just want to, like, this our vibe. We want right. to vibe and vibe. Like, that's cool. But I've realized that that's, like, a treat. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't even call it a treat. It's just a different aspect of myself that I'm allowed to explore. Do you drink? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I think nutritionist, I'm thinking automatic vegan. Are you vegan? No. Oh, okay. So you eat meat. I'm a flexitarian. I eat what my body tells me I need. Okay. So I pay attention a lot to what I crave. So if I'm craving a steak and I know that I'm not a big red meat person, I'm going to think about it first before I even touch it. Because red meat is like here and there. Like rarely for me, honestly. Okay. Um, not because I hate it. Just my body doesn't respond well to it. So I'm going to think, okay, if I'm craving red meat. What am I really asking for? My body is really telling me I need iron. Wow. I probably really just need some iron. And so I'm going to have some spinach with some citrus because iron is one of those things. You need citrus or vitamin C for iron to get absorbed better okay. when it comes from plants. So I might have a, you know, a nice <clears throat> spinach salad with some orange segments or maybe some cooked spinach and have some fresh squeezed juice on the side, orange and mango or something like that. Just to get that feel. And then this is where I really have to have those hard conversations with people. When they're like, oh, I'm still craving red meat. That's not enough. I'm like, okay, so what you're looking for is mouthfeel. Oh, That's you just want it in your mouth. You want to feel what it's like. You like it's it, you know, because eating a plate of spinach does not feel the same in your mouth as chewing on a steak. Hell no. It's not even close, right? Mm-hmm. But now we have to figure out why that mouthfeel is so important to you. Right. Because it's probably a deeper psychological thing. And then we can talk about the root cause. The root is my main focus. How did we get here? So I tell people food is actually secondary. I call that secondary food. Primary food is everything else that you consume. What do you watch? What are you around? Who are the people you talk to? What do you talk about? What are you taking in every day? Where do you live? What toxins are in the air, right? The kind of water you drink. Does it have a lot of lead? Does it have a lot of chloride? Like, those are the things that influence our palate that then leads to secondary food. So if wow. your culture is super important to you, so I'm Jamaican. Hey, so I'm Jamaican, right? And I realized that my culture influenced a lot of what I ate, right? A lot of what I ate. And I also realized that some of those foods weren't best for me, right? Porridge, grew up with it. Porridge makes me blue. Like, real bad. It gives me a stomachache. I realize I just don't like flour. My body does not like regular white flour like that. Cornmeal is an issue in large amounts. So, I can't really do it like that. But I remember the first time I went to Jamaica and told my aunt, like, hey, no, I've been eating this all my life, but I cannot have a bowl of porridge and then have hardo bread on the side. My body does not respond to that. I'm going to be sick. I'm going to feel slow, sluggish, bloated, Mm -hmm. wanting to take a nap. That's not normal. That's not normal. Your body is using too much energy to digest that food. That's why you feel tired. It, it doesn't have energy to do everything else. Wow. Damn. I, I never it's really looked deep. at the... Yeah. It's, it's so deep. It's you re- learn to listen to what your body is really telling. <clears throat> it's so deep. It's like a so lifestyle. Deep. It is. Learning to listen to your body is really... Um, it's work up front and then it becomes innate. Yeah. It becomes innate. You'll start to really pick up on those cues. Like people don't know when they're hungry for real. 
I don't think people think when their stomach growls they're hungry. Baby, you was hungry hours ago. Now your body's in famine mode. It's alerting you now loudly that mm. you're hungry. You were hungry before that. You were thirsty long before that. Right. If you feel thirsty, like I had to drink a gallon of water, you're dehydrated. Yeah. You're too that far. I know. I know yeah, that. <laughs> you're far gone. So being able to listen to your body is something that I work with clients on a lot too. Because a lot of people don't know. And I, I want to be like I want to be like you when I grow up because. <laughs> I'm about to be 40 next month. I'm going to be like me when I grow up. <laughs> and, you know, I, my first step was my, my surgery. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel good. I'm more confident. Mm -hmm. But I'm not so happy with the way I've been eating. Mm -hmm. I thought I was going to do the right things, but I really haven't been doing the right things. So I'm definitely going to utilize you. And, you know, I'm going to need your help. And then maybe as we go along, we'll just keep it up, keep them updated yeah. on how it works so Whenever they can. Because this is important. You. This is my mom needs you too. Like... <laughs> She had the surgery, um, gastric bypass, mm -hmm. in 2005. Oh, so when it was new. When it was, when it was new. Mm -hmm. But now she just, actually in the last year, she just blew up. Mm -hmm. And she, she was drinking a lot of wine at one point, but she stopped drinking. And it was like, once she stopped, it seemed like she just got bigger and bigger. It could be hormonal, too. Yeah, it could be hormonal that's true. Because as women age, we go through different lifestyle stages. Uh, uh. And that's actually my most recent certification. I told you I'm a forever learner. So I actually just finished um, a course on hormonal health. Wow. So specifically hormonal health and working with women and men in different stages. Because men go through it, too. Like, we think we're the only ones who go through menopause. Mm. No. Oh, they go through menopause? Yes. Oh, menopause. <laughs> Wow. Men go through it too. I and they have their own version of it and it affects them differently. And, you know, men think it's normal that you can't pee straight anymore or you don't get it up as well. Like, that could be a sign of high blood pressure, diabetes, or you're now entering into male menopause. Wow. This, our bodies are tricky. Our body and not tricky. Is, they're it's, layered. Yeah. Layered, beautiful things. But when you learn to really. So, self love is so much deeper than going to the spa. Right? Oh, yeah, like, definitely. It's so much deeper than that. But when you truly love yourself, like you think about the world differently. You think about what you take in differently. Like I, not to say the news is a bad thing, but I'm gonna read it before I watch it. I don't need gruesome images yeah. in my mind all day long. Gotcha. I could read what happened, right? <clears throat> and then I'm gonna still pray and meditate on it. Like God, help me to see the truth in this, because there's always gonna be a little razzle dazzle, mm -hmm. right? So help of me to course. see the truth in it. You know, constantly seeking and searching myself and searching whatever your higher power is. For me, it's God. People use universe, God, mm -hmm. Allah, interchangeably. Um, I just believe in something bigger than me. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Wow. And so do you, um, like, if you have a client, do you also help them find, if they want to work out also, do you help them find, like, a trainer? Oh, or I know do... tons, yeah. I do referrals. Okay. I refer, <laughs> I refer people out. Because that's not my bag. And I believe that certain things you just shouldn't be playing with. Right. So I could tell you, you know, like, yes, I work with clients and I'll tell them, you know, you need to move a little bit. Like, you're not moving at all. It's okay. And I usually will tell people, you know, if you don't exercise, start with something light. Like a so, walk. A walk. That's one of the best things in the world. Especially I walk two miles a day home. now. Yeah, walking is miraculous for people. Um, you know, when I tell people if you hit a plateau, now it's time to add weight. Mm. So you can buy, as long as you don't start running. If you're going to run, you can't use weights. It's not healthy for your joints. Really? Mm -hmm. So like ankle weights, if you're a walker, ankle weights are amazing. Ankle and wrist weights, great. Get you a little two pounds of each. That's eight pounds mm. total weight. And do the same walk with that because now you're adding strength training. When okay. you build your muscle, your muscles can burn fat when you're not even exercising. Look at that. Okay. But if somebody <clears throat> wants anything more intense, you know, sometimes I refer them to like yoga instructors. I know a couple people in the yoga community. I think yoga is great. I mm -hmm. always tell people start with classes 
and then when you get comfortable then you can start doing it on your own but you got to make sure you're not going to hurt yourself you know i that was another thing i said i swore i was going to do i swore i was going to do yoga and there was somebody someone referred me on youtube and i was like i'm gonna just do it at home while i'm healing i've never even tried it still Girl. it's been eight months but I do, I think I'd rather do yoga than go to the gym and run and lift weights. And, and that's fine. Yeah. And I know people who've gotten amazing results. You can move from yoga and when you're ready to level up, Pilates. Oh, Pure bar. I heard that. Like that, that, that elevates things. And, you know, it's a great way to start. It's a great way to start. Build your flexibility. That's how you don't get hurt. Yeah. Your digestion loves yoga. Really? Because mm -hmm. stretching is good for you. Mm -hmm. That's what my ex used to tell me. He was always stretching, and he was like, when he stretches, he'll just let gas out sometimes. Like, it's very good for your digestive Your digestive system loves it. Oh, nice. But if you're super gassy, be careful because you're probably eating something your Dang. system doesn't like if you're super, super gassy. Speaking of which, today, girl, I've been all day. I was like, woo. <laughs> well, what did you eat yesterday? I made, I had made pork belly and rice and uh, lentils. Fair. That's I, probably giving you gas. That's how, and I had it for lunch too. Will give you gas. Any mm. kind of bean is going to give you gas. That's, Mostly because it just takes more for your body to digest it. That's where okay. the gas comes from. Um, I was thinking the fat from the pork. That definitely will play a factor, especially since you've had surgery. I'm, this is you see what I do. I'm still loving the freaking the fat on the meats and stuff. That's my problem. Yeah. So I really I got to do better. I really have to do better, and I know this. And, you know, I'm like I said, I keep saying I'm almost 40. I don't have kids yet, but I do want to have kids, too. So I want to be in a good shape in mm -hmm. order to be able to make sure my body and the inside is right, too. You want to know what's nuts? And a lot of people don't know this. The three months before you get pregnant are have the most influence on your baby's genetic structure when you're pregnant. Before you get Those pregnant. three months before you get pregnant have the most influence on your baby's genetic structure. That's nuts, right? It's yeah. Nuts. <laughs> it's not, men That's, and women, because the wow. quality of the semen makes a difference. That those three months before you get pregnant makes a big difference. So if you got pregnant mid-hot girl summer, your, bo your baby's going to have different genetics than if you were on like a better diet. That's good to know. Damn. Because some shit prenatals just ain't reversing. <laughs> I think I need to start taking prenatal <laughs> vitamins, too. That There's I nothing do. wrong with them. Like I said, I tell people all the time, it's okay to supplement. Try food first. And if you're not getting there or you feel lacking, it's okay to supplement. I just don't think it should be a long-term solution. Right. Learn to work with your body. I would rather do the food than supplements. So mm -hmm. that's another thing I need your help on because I'm not big on pills or medicine and stuff like that. So I'd rather use natural foods to do that. I have that. a routine every morning. So it's actually posted on my Instagram. I've done a couple of reels with like my morning routine. Um, and I literally do water with chlorophyll every morning, black seed oil, and oregano oil every morning. Every morning. That's how I start my day. I have a little glob of sea moss on my way out the door. Mm. Um, sometimes, you know, I have a little rice cake okay. with some fresh something I've made because I like to make a lot of like compotes and stuff and keep them. I don't even make applesauce and put it on top of a rice cake. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, you make it applesauce? Girl, it's so easy. It's literally apples and water in a pot. <laughs> I swear to you, I make, I make a lot of foods. People are like, oh my God, you make everything. I do a lot of things in bulk and free them. True. So That's I just true. have things always available to me. You're so amazing. Oh my God, stop. You are amazing. No, seriously. <laughs> you. you are dope. Like, this Thank is amazing. Because this is really helpful to me and it's definitely helpful to these people. Yeah, so. my people out there. So, um, 
I oh we didn't even talk about your website. Okay. Lifestyle motivate motives. Lifestyle motives. Lifestylemotives.com. I'm gonna put yes. that on there too. Okay. On your Instagram. Do you have one is, is your main Instagram? Or I you have, have one two? main one. My other one is like my real life. Oh, okay. My little not work life. You know, it's all my real life. It's all my real life. Let me not say that. It's all my real life, but certain things, you know, are just more business related. Right. Um, so it's www.lifestylemotives.com. Um, my Instagram is lifestyle underscore motives one five. If you're interested to set up like a consultation or anything like that, you could book it right through my website. You don't oh, have to like contact me. You don't got to do none of that. You can go right on the website, book, book, book. Perfect. You can pay and do everything. The consultation is only twenty five dollars. Okay, it's not bad, right? Yeah. So and it's like a forty five minute consultation. We sit down, we chit chat. I send you some forms to fill out because mm-hmm. you know I want to see like where you are, what are your concerns, um, and then you send it back to me. We'll sit down and we'll chit chat. Um, and then I Sounds talk about good. different options, what may work for you, what may not. Because I'll have a consultation with someone and they're like, oh, I need you to work with me consistently. I need, the, I need the full coaching program. And after talk to them, I'm like, you don't really need a full coaching program. Like, you really just need help in certain areas. And we can just target those with services. Mm. So it really depends. But you can do all of that right through my website. Okay. Um, on my Instagram, I'm always posting, like, especially in my stories, I'll do, like, little quizzes, little check-ins. Okay. I do, um, you know, definitely facts, food facts, nutrition facts, like, all kind of stuff. Always posting those. I love doing reels now. I used to hate it, but now I think it's cute. It is cute. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll do, like, reels of, like, different foods. I had one recently. Um, I took a client to the grocery store. And she was comfortable with me filming it. So okay. a lot of people will always say, like, you don't have certain types of content. I'm like, what I do is very personal. Yeah, that's right? true. And everyone's not going to want that's me true. to film them in their struggle moments. And I respect that. Yeah. So certain things I'm not going to have, right? right? Like, I'm not going to have someone's kitchen cleanup. Like, right. people are very sensitive about letting you into their home. And I respect that. So, you know, I do have a couple videos up there and stuff like that. Okay. I'm so sad this isn't airing until next week. I know. Yeah, girl. Because <laughs> I have an event this weekend, actually. I went to a Put Yourself First workshop hosted by my girl Natasha White. She's actually going to be on my podcast this Wednesday for nutritional health and wellness. I met so many beautiful, wonderful women who are all doing amazing things. Take a look. I don't have people that I don't like. Anymore. I love that for you. We worked on goals that will help better us in life and help us on our journey for healing and health and wellness and nutrition. so beautiful. I was so happy to be a part of it. Dream is to be a smart owner. For those that know me know I've been a cosmetologist. Yeah. My license for almost 12 years. Being healthier in mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. So I think being really healthier in mind, body, and spirit. I can whistle it as well. I like to use it for something. Like... Everything is meant to be. Everything is a skill. It was a beautiful, beautiful event. Happy to be a part of it. Happy to be there and to be inspired. You know, I'm always talking about inspiring people, but she is also inspiring people and motivating people and helping them on their nutritional health. So let's talk about the next event. Yes. 
So I'm having one in August. It's looking like the date is going to be August 28th. I'll post it on my Instagram, my socials, you know, and definitely on my website when I get a final date. But we're doing like a mini retreat and I'm hooking up with another beautiful queen who also is in the wellness field, but she does more of like the yoga. Okay. She's very much into that kind of like yoga, sound baths she does. And I've known her for over a decade. Wow. Um, and she has a beautiful location called the Heart Space. I believe it's in Brick, New Jersey. Okay. Um, and so we're teaming up. And we're going to do a beautiful little mini retreat. It's going to be oh, a one-day nice. retreat. Um, you know, definitely going to be some yoga there. Some, some light yoga. We're going to do a lot of breath work. A lot of breath work. Okay. Um, I'm going to do a whole course. And this is specifically for women this time. Sorry, y'all. That's nice. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, and we're going to be talking about women's health. Okay. Like, particularly for your womb, your hormones, how we can address that. Damn. We're going to do a cute little activity, making your own tea for women's health. Oh, um, no. Nah, I want to. I'm going to. I'm. Doing an ayahuasca retreat that week. I was about to say, because I know you're going somewhere. Going somewhere. <laughs> well, I'm going to Zanzibar next month for my 40th birthday. I saw that. But um, um, that same, there's so many things going on the 28th of August, that whole weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing my ayahuasca but retreat. We haven't, we haven't 100% decided. So we'll, okay. we'll, we'll see. So yeah. if, uh, but I'll post everything as the time gets closer. Um, but we kind of already have an idea where we're setting it up. That's a dope, that's a dope it's idea. Gonna, it's going to be really nice. It's going to be a one-day retreat for a couple hours really focusing on us okay Mm -hmm. that's good well i hope that i don't hope the date changes for me but i mean kind of sort of (laughs) do but either way i know it's gonna be uh like a success because thank you what you're doing is i'm really all for it i'm happy for you i'm proud of you and thank you you for doing what you're doing i'm so proud of you too girl i've been watching the vibe Thank and you. I'm just watching you blossom into yourself, and I'm like, oh, thank I just you. Don't even know, like you really are an inspiration for real, for real. Like, I appreciate that. Even I... the body positivity, the clothes, the whole girl. She put me on a <laughs> pair of shorts one time. I love them bad boys. What shorts? With um, a friend? The... Yes, with the oh, fringe. This, yeah. I had asked her. This was a long time ago, <laughs> and I bought them, and of course, COVID happened. So I just wore them for the first time. Damn. I just wore them for the first time this past time. But girl, they fit. They look cute. You know what's so funny? My mom is always like, when people tell her they love her outfit. She always used to tell me, don't let people know where you get your stuff so they don't go buy it. And I'm like, I don't care about this. You helping somebody else. Like, and I don't care. Has a different style. The same right. shorts could be worn by 30 different people and have 30 completely different looks. Yes. So I was just like, she always is like that. So every time she's like, don't stop telling people where you get your stuff from. I'm like, I don't care. I'm terrible. Somebody asked where you get stuff from. I'm like, yes, girl, I got it for here and here. Yeah. If I know the price, I'm going to tell you. If I know the price, I'm going to tell you. Like, hair, makeup, all of that. <laughs> Cause, and that falls the same into that way. mentality of like, if I help your light shine, that doesn't dim mine. Right. Like, if anything, exactly. Exactly. That is so true. What's for me is for me and what's for you is for you. If I share information with you, all I'm doing is blessing the collective. That's that interdependence. Yeah. The more I share, the more I bless the collective. So right. we'll do better. Yes. We'll do better. We'll elevate as a unit. It's so beautiful when you think about people it. People just have certain ways of thinking. Like, I've come into a lot of people, especially now, lately, that mm-hmm. I'm the new Adrian or who I was I'm supposed to be. They've been so jealous lately. And I think it's just because they can't find their own purpose or their light or, you know what I mean? Like, and it's so scary that you doing yourself, doing your thing is making people hate you. And it was hard for me at first. Now I don't care. Now I'm going to shine even brighter and make you even more mad. But. It's just crazy how the world is. And don't worry. Very soon, you will get to the point where you won't even know. Yeah. Because it's not even... You can't even... That vibration can't even touch you. It can't touch you. Like, people be like, oh, I got all these haters and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dad, I ain't got no haters. (laughs) 
it, like I had literally been posted this was a couple months ago and I remember saying like God please don't ever let me subscribe to that thinking that success is how many people hate me yeah never I never want to subscribe to me that neither. thinking at all success is what is success is for me and it does not include who does not like me right that's really none of my business it's not how you feel about me is not my business <laughs> I agree I'm gonna sleep the exact same way whether you told me you like me or you okay know. okay and I don't even think it's like an arrogant or self bubble thing I just no. really feel like my vibration is not there I just don't even recognize it and it's funny because other people do notice change people are just not always comfortable with it yeah because I love when people give me backhanded compliments like oh well, the old Natasha would have. No, the old Natasha's still there. I'll knock if you buck if you try. Me. But <laughs> the super zen Natasha is going to remember to tap. I check self first. So what about me is making you uncomfortable? And if I feel like I'm not doing anything to you, then I'm just going to continue to do right. what I do. Right. That's a, that's a great way to look at it. But I also am responsible. So if someone tells me, you made me feel X, Y, and Z, I'm going to acknowledge that completely. And I'm mm -hmm. going to apologize for it. And I'll tell you, that was not my intention. So you're a Leo. Fire sign. Yes, I am. I'm a Sag. Fire Ooh. sign. And so we tend to be spicy. Yes. Right? And so very. We, we're fiery by nature. <laughs> the, come on. you Aries will let you in the room too because y'all yes. just is spicy, right? <laughs> um, and so sometimes there is a certain amount of um, spice that we have that other people can't handle. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's always done. No. Sometimes it's our yeah. own throat chakras yeah. that are overactive that makes us talk before we think. So being able to check that, because I'm telling you that chakra ladder is so important and being able to check it from root up. Yeah. Because you can't even address what they call like the soulful chakras. So when you get to your throat, first eye, not third eye, it's first eye. Oh. And your crown, when you can't even get to those until you address the ones below your heart, those are the things that matter of the earth. Like right. it's who okay. you are. Then the heart is the bridge. And then you just go from there. But if you, you can't G-check these if this is in shape. Right. So being able to look at yourself and get into the root of it all is what, and that's what you're doing. Like that's really the work that you're doing right now. You're just you're right. rebuilding that ladder, and it's okay. We're supposed to. I definitely am rebuilding. When people tell me I'm different, I say thank you. I love. You know, my ex boyfriend. He and this is right after my surgery. So even then, I didn't even know I was changing. He saw it before me. He hated it. He was like, I hate this new Adrian. He would say all the time, all the time, and I was just like. All right, bye. And that's why you're an ex. And that's why you're an ex. And you'll stay there. You're <laughs> suffering, bothering me now and shit. You know, like... And people will change and people will grow and it's okay to let people go. Yeah. Like, that's they really part of purpose. your wellness. That's part of your wellness. Healthy boundaries. And this was something I personally had to learn. Mm -hmm. Those healthy boundaries are important. It's yeah. okay to have boundaries. I was, a, I was a people pleaser. People pleaser by nature. Mm -hmm. And when I got to the root of where that stemmed from... Then it helped me to rebuild that chakra. And now I'm able to see when I find myself slipping into those moments. Like, I'm not going to wear myself out to please somebody else. Right. Not doing it anymore. You if I get too flustered, too overwhelmed, I know I'm pressing into a space that's not mine. I'm right. not here to be a martyr. Right. It's not my job. You're here for living your life and help people live their life to the best that they can. And anything else is going to be dismissed. Now, one final thing before we go. Yes, ma'am. You've been schooling a lot, learning a lot, helping people. Do you find the time for yourself to go on vacations enough? Not enough, but mostly because of COVID. Mostly okay. Mostly because of COVID. Um, but yeah, I actually just came back from Puerto Rico yesterday. <laughs> oh, I'm straight just, off the plane to Miss A show. Literally. <laughs> straight off the plane. Just got back yesterday evening. Um, so yeah, I, I've Good. always loved to travel. It's my thing. Um, I don't always have to get on a plane. 
So I found little gems. Like I found some magical waterfall like 10 minutes from my house. Like just wow. driving one day. I was like, is that a waterfall? <laughs> so, you know, doing things like that, definitely my spiritual practices help me a lot. They Good. help me to create an oasis for myself. Um, I love to take opportunities like the full moon. We had a recent Oh yeah, the strawberry moon. Girl, it was huge. It was magical. So if you're into the spiritual thing, yeah, I was it was a strawberry it. moon. It was a full moon in Sagittarius during Gemini season. That's like super divine There's energy. There's been a lot of stuff going on. And I've been going since, I keep bringing up my Yahe because that's, that's when my, my spirit woke up and yes. I felt it. But I've been getting so into tarot reading, mm -hmm. like on YouTube. It's all free on YouTube, so I have a bunch of people I follow. Mm -hmm. I, I need to calm down a little bit because now it's like I'm waiting on timing. But most of the things they're saying is I already felt it, like when my change happened. Like this year, I felt it's going to be the best year or the start to the best life or the beginning of the best life I wanted you know what I mean I and I felt it but I just didn't know why I'm feeling this way you know what I mean until when I did my retreat and now it's like my time is coming closer and closer and I just feel the vibration and I feel happy and like I've learned even now when I'm arguing with people just not even arguing like I've learned when to shut the fuck up because I always want to get the last word and I was just like it's not even worth it like That's I won't Leo even energy. let it get to the y'all can't help it it's Leo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not always a bad thing. It's not always a bad thing. That's what lights y'all fire. Yeah. Right? Um, you know, I would say same. I think for me, I felt that press. Like, I've been feeling that press. And I always say it's like a press against the cosmos. Like, it's like a press. And I felt it. Mm. And I'm like, but it's not time. It's not time. And I trust it. Like, yeah. God literally put me through a season of shut up. It was like, don't talk. Your words wow. are powerful. You got to be, you got to learn how to use them. And so I had a whole season of like, I only talk when I need to, talk when necessary, ain't doing too much. And um, now I'm starting to feel like, all right, it's time. Like your words have meaning, your mm -hmm. words have power. And like you said, it takes an awakening of some sort. It takes a something. For me, it was jumping off a cave, jumping off of a ledge into a sea note in Mexico. Wow. That's what it took for me. <laughs> wow. And then it was like, I was at the ledge and I got scared. <laughs> and then I took a step back and I was like, nope, <sighs> got to do it scared. And then I realized it's not just do it scared, it's do it trusting. And so I did it. It ever it, it just opened my eyes. Wow. But you know, things have happened the way that they've happened. So um, a few people who follow me on social media know that I lost my grandmother a little mm -hmm. over a year ago. That was my ride or die. Like my best friend, my everything. But it took time for me to see the beauty in it. I watched someone who protected me my whole life become my ancestor. That's something that changes that your life beautiful, forever. girl. Like, I was with her as she transitioned, holding her hand. And there is nothing more beautiful than that. To see someone, like, your soulmate become yeah. your protector. It's yeah. It's a whole, it's a whole. That's like, beautiful. I mean, I do too. It's, like, the most beautiful thing. And just knowing all these things have transpired and have brought me closer. So, I tell people, if your spiritual journey turns you into an atheist, it might not be the right path. Right. I agree Because you're supposed to want to connect with something bigger to really realize you. Um, but all of this plays a factor into wellness. So I have clients that come to me and these are areas that we'll explore. We'll talk about financial wellness. We'll talk about career wellness, you know, education. Mm -hmm. Like all those things play a factor into who that's holistic. Yeah. That's the person centered approach. Wow. I love what you said about your grandmother be transitioning to an ancestor. That's deep, yo. That is it, deep. I mean, if I wouldn't like think like, that way until later, like months or maybe years later, I wouldn't think that way. It would hurt too much. So for you to accept it and say it out loud, knowingly, like, yeah, yeah I mean, it's it was single handedly one of the most beautiful experiences in my life. In the moment, of course, it hurt. Of course, it hurt. But we knew. 
and we always had that kind of connection. Like, I knew the day she was going to pass. I knew it. She, first of all, my grandmother was gorgeous up until the day she passed away. That was the only day wow. she looked sick. That was the only day she looked like she was in hospice. She had been in hospice for three weeks. She did not look, but that day when I walked in, I was like, okay. And I got comfortable because I knew it was going to happen. And I just stayed with her. So watching her go from my number <clears throat> one protector here in the physical and transitioning to an ancestor and watching the way my life has unfolded and changed since her passing... I already know the vibes. Yeah. I know the vibes. With my father, it took me much longer. It took me years. But that's because I was younger. Right. And I wasn't where I am now. Exactly. And not as prepared. And, you know, but now I even see the beauty in that. I wouldn't be sitting in this seat talking to you had he not passed away all those years ago. Wow. Wow. So being able to see it come back full circle is like one of the most beautiful experiences I've had in my life. And just seeing how life is very cyclical and you can... Set intentions and set goals and really change that site. Not even, you can't change what's going on around you. You can right. change how you react to it, how you see it. And so that's been the most beautiful thing for me. So focusing more, again, on being a health and wellness coach. Because I started that when my grandma was going through cancer treatments. That's when I started going through all the, all the schooling. Mm. And I was doing it, taking her to chemo and working and wow. whatever. And she still was cheering me on. And That's so as I delve deeper into that, again, then I started looking at high vibrational foods and spiritual wellness. And it's more than just religious practices so much deeper and getting into all of that mm -hmm. completely changed my life. And I would never go back. I would never go back. That's good. Are you now you have a main job or you what you no, do is I your... still have a main job for now. Okay. For Keep now. For now. Mm -hmm. for now. Right. Because I know it's coming. I'm yes. transitioning. Amen. I'm yes. Thank I believe you. it. I believe I'm it. I'm transitioning out of it. My my time is almost up there. Um. So yeah, I still have a nine to five, and then I do lifestyle motives, which is really me. That's yeah. Yeah, that's me, <laughs> and I do it outside of work. Sometimes at work, but yeah. Um, <laughs> girl, I was editing today at work, yo. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, you know, and I meet people there, and I've had very like eye opening conversations. So what I do is actually so funny because it all serves purpose. So I'm actually a trainer at work. So I train people in different topics like medication, person-centered approach. Like oh. I train on these same things. So it gives me good practice. Right. So when good. I do workshops and stuff, I'm already like, yeah, I do this again. <laughs> right. So again, all for the good. Yeah. All, it all comes full circle. Yes, and it just, does. And it's amazing how when you're willing to do the work, those things get revealed to you. Like it's just been revealed to me one layer at a time. Like, no, like I know this hurt. But this is going to help this. Right. This is going to do this. So I'll give you a prime example because I always use myself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when my grandmother got sick, I moved home to take care of her. And I had been working in group homes at this point for, uh, for like eight years now, taking wow. care of adults with disabilities. Had I never done that, I would not know how to care for her. Wow. Everything is lining, aligning. Full circle. Yeah. And I was able to care for her until her last day. Like her, That's a blessing. The day she passed away, I helped them wash her up and change her for the last wow. time. Like, you know, I would have never known those skills had I not done that. And I always say I would have never started working there if my father didn't pass away. So it all comes full circle. And just being able to realize that is part of the growth. Yeah. It's part of the growth. That's self-love. Definitely. That's self-love. Wow, this is a very good conversation, yeah, girl. Yeah, you are knowledgeable. You know your shit. And I'm so happy. Like, I didn't have to ask Thank anything, you. really. Like, you know your shit. 
I'm, I'm so happy you came on the show. Um, I did want to say, I, I posted it actually today on my stories, where it's, um, it said, use your nine to five to fund your five to nine, so that way you can fund your life. I was saying, just look at the story. <laughs> I know, right? Like, why don't why I just do that? Okay, no, wait. Use the nine to five to fund the five to nine. Once built, use the five to nine to fund the 24-7. I love that. Goals. Go, and that's exactly what I put. Goals. 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 That's the ultimate dream. Yeah. Anyway, and entrepreneurship is not for everybody either. No. So I don't want people to ever feel pressured. Like, it's not for everybody. And that doesn't mean that you're any weaker. Doesn't mean you're any less capable. That just may not be your calling. Right. Like, lifestyle motives came to be because I felt like there was never a job that was going to allow me to do what I've been called to do. Right. I just didn't. I couldn't find a job doing what I do. Um, without so many restrictions and da, da, da. so that's what that's what started it and then it's just wow. grown with me and that's what the same thing with me when I used to intern for Wendy everyone used to think like oh you want to be a gossiper and you would love it I was I hated entertainment news I just Wendy was my idol you know growing right. up but I was didn't want any parts of that so now I got my own show have my podcast and I love that I can do whatever I want yeah. If I wanted to do the fuckery, I could. I mean, some of it is kind of fuckery, but and that's fine. It's, it's, oh, that's what I'm saying. This moderation, it's, a little, little, little sprinkle of ratchet. Exactly, ratchet. but it's what I want to do, not what the station is telling me to do. You know, right? So I'm just, I'm just happy with that. There's freedom. Yeah, There's and freedom. doing your own thing. That's my main goal. Main goal. Me too. Freedom. Me too. Oh, that was another thing, girl. We on the same wavelength today. Oh, we sinking. Yeah, we sure it's are. The of it all is synergy. A nice car and a big house are the old status symbols. The ultimate flex is freedom, location freedom, financial freedom, and time freedom. And I would even take that a step further. It's not that it's the old flex. That's not your flex. But, so it feels old to you. Right. So for some people, that's still the marker. And again... Me being in that space now where I accept people, like, that's cool. That's yeah. your marker. That's okay. Like, we focus so much on, like, building this and doing this. And if you ain't got this many streams of income, you know how many people are perfectly happy and make good money working in a factory? Yeah. It's just it's not, not your flex. So, right, it feels right. old for you. It feels old. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that either. Right. It's okay. That's my old status symbol. Listen, I'm a sneakerhead girl. <laughs> that was my thing. I got so many pairs of sneakers, child. It's, really? It's, Oof. When I say full blown sneakerhead, I'm talking up at four or five o'clock in the morning going to the sneakers. Oh, Lord Jesus. Mm -mm. 75 hats <laughs> on the phone. I mean, terrible. But that was my old, like now it's like I can't even imagine that. And that was like a couple months ago. Wow. Well, at least like, you got enough sneakers to last. for the cool grays. Like, if anybody's a sneakerhead, you know the cool grays ain't come out that long ago. I was outside in line for them. I don't know nothing about it. I have like two pairs of sneakers. And my friend told me they were corny as hell. I'm like, what you mean? This is like, cool, my Reebok. Don't do me. It's like, don't do me. But now it just feels like that's not part of my life. Right. It's just not part of my life. And that's okay. Like, I'm going to wear sneakers. I like cute sneakers. But it's not... And now you got a shitload of sneakers. <laughs> wow. Well, on that note, we are going to conclude the show. And I hope you guys learned a lot because I sure as hell did. I hope so. Yes, we definitely did. And you'll definitely be back on here again. And we're going to work. She's going to work with me, y'all. We're going to get this stomach gone. This is my problem area. We get rid of this shit right here. And I want my, chak my chakras, everything. I want everything. I want to be good from the inside 
out. It's most important. It's, mo- it's very important. The inside will change the outside. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's how I want it to be done. That's exactly how I want it to be done. You guys, don't forget, July 23rd, I'm going to be broadcasting live from Zanzibar. Ooh. God willing, I got my Wi-Fi you know, correct. So I'm definitely going to do it. It's seven hours ahead, so I'm not sure on the time yet, but I'll keep everyone posted. Um, So by that time, too, I would have done everything I wanted to do. I'm trying to go scuba diving, swimming with dolphins in the ocean, swimming with turtles, touring, everything. Like, I'm trying to do it all. I love that. And I'm going to let everyone know how it was. Because that's been a goal of mine. I actually recently just said, like, I think it's time. I think I want to go to Africa. You should. You should. And it's funny because I never really want... My family's from Ghana, so I've been there so many times. And I never really cared to go anywhere else except Morocco. So even for my 40th, I wanted to go to Maldives. But Mm -hmm. I was going by myself, and a hotel alone that I wanted to stay was like $8,000. So I was just like, you know what? Um... I'm going to save this for when I can afford it. And so I was thinking Costa Rica or Belize. And then I saw a commercial for Zanzibar. I'm like, hold up. My 40th, I'm going. This place is more beautiful than Maldives. And it has culture, like real culture. I was like, nah, this is where it's going to be at. And it was cheaper. Like my whole, the airfare and the hotel is like $3,000 versus the $8,000. For how long? Um, 10 days. That's amazing. Yep. So for so 10 you days. you pay more than that in the U.S. Yeah. For 10 days. It's so crazy. So I'm, I'm so excited and I really feel like it's going to be another spiritual journey I'm going to get while I'm there. Like I'm mm-hmm. feeling a pull, like something's going to happen. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. So I hope you all looking forward to that too. I am. Yes. Uh, you are. You, she is such a supporter. I, I, I love you so much. Thank I'm you. <laughs> and don't forget y'all go to lifestylemotors.com. I'm going to put it in the link below anyway. And um, we are out of here. Thank you. Bye. Yay! Yay. Uh, that was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for me. Yes, Girl. I'm so happy you came. I'm so happy you're going to Zanzibar. <laughs> me too. I feel like there's gonna be something there for you. I think so. I, I get like more emotional every time I think about it, and I'm like, why am I so emotional? Listen, sometimes it's, sometimes you feel the pull. Sometimes it yeah. happens. Like when I was in Mexico, I did not expect like the download that happened spiritually. The wow. download, like yeah. Another layer of the veil came right off. This, my Aritu, my first eye just has been on point. Yeah.